Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Divot Room. I'm Chris, and I'm with Todd today. How you doing, dude? I'm doing great. I don't see you, though. Am I, I've got 15 <laughs> screens pulled up. Oh, there you are. I have got you a been, lot of news. Have you been painting? I got a lot of news. Have you been painting? No. This oh, is just, you know. Just your relaxing shirt? Exactly. I have to relax <laughs> for once. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Dude, I was listening to a podcast of ours from like a year ago. Yeah. And it seems like our audio has improved without us even doing anything. It's amazing. Because I don't know how that happened. You know, because like a year ago we'd do this Zoom thing, your voice would be like faint or it would kind of get louder, but if I talked, it would kind of you know, it, it it was really annoying and it was hard to work with. But for some I reason I listen to one, Yeah, for some reason I listen to one now and it's like crystal clear on both sides. Like it's like we're in the same room. It's almost better. <laughs> no, I wish I was in the uh, divot room personally, but you know, now that I'm an old retired fuck, I just I don't want to get on <laughs> and meet the bridge at four. Well, maybe we can get something on the books soon, like maybe next week. Uh, um, yeah, dinner yeah. and a dinner and a podcast. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, we should do it next week's a little too booked for me. But the week after that, maybe we can figure out. We can do it. So I'd love it. Yeah. All right, dude. What you been up to, man? You played some golf today. I did. I played out at Triple Hill. I played in a pro am at Tokiti. Um, everybody's greens are get is that time of the year. Yeah. Yep. Tokiti was not a problem with the 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 sanding. It was the Todd, but. <laughs> You know what? It's good to be. It's good to be playing golf. It's it's going to be eighty today. It's going to be eighty tomorrow. Yeah, I'm itching to play. Are you going to play? No. <laughs> Why not? Well, I'm working tomorrow. Uh, then I got. Uh, what do I have on Saturday? Dream crushers. <laughs> I might dream crushers. I might be able to get out and hit some balls maybe on Saturday. Uh huh. Uh, and then Sunday I'm back to work for, and Monday I'm back to work. So a little busy. Yeah. I feel like we're about two months from going to Bandon. We are less than two months from going to Bandon. That's so exciting. We're actually going in November. This We're going into November. Right. This year. So we're going to be posting all our scores while we're there. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, really, really, really looking forward to it. Got back from the Grand Canyon, and the next, the first thing that was on my mind was, I, w- I can't wait for our abandoned trip. Oh my god, it's gonna be JP's down there right now, and he sent me the weather, and it was like sixty-five and sunny every day. Oh, amazing, amazing! It's twice as much. It is when we go. Yep. Yeah, it is. So, so. I went and got a couple new wedges yesterday. Ooh, a new fifty-six um, was- and a new sixty. Hold on, I'm going to guess you went with the Titleist Vokey Wedges with the S-Grind and the uh, G-Grind. <laughs> What's the S-Grind and G-Grind? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I actually did not go with the Vokies. Uh, oh. I went with Cleveland. Oh, Tried nice. and true. Yep. There are certain clubs that certain companies just don't fuck up. Ping, I agree. They don't fuck up putters. Okay. Nope. Nope. Cleveland, they don't fuck up wedges. No. They keep it real. Taylor made, they don't fuck up irons or drivers or three woods. No, they do not. So I've hit, I've used Cleveland wedges for quite some time. Kind of gone back and forth. I used to have uh, a ping sand wedge. I had a Taylor made sand wedge. I had. Uh, <clears throat> can't remember what else. There was one other one in there, but or Nike. And then I've always had some sort of Cleveland wedge in my bag. And so this nice. time I just, I splurged. They're getting old. And so I just went ahead and bought two new wedges. Haven't even taken the plastic off of them. Did you go uh, golf, 
uh, dicks or red golf tail. galaxy red tail. Did you hit some? I did. Did you go see Jason? That guy's amazing. I can't remember which guy I saw. Did he have a beard? Yeah, but did I don't think get... I don't think his name is Jason. Maybe. Oh my god, that's who I see at Red Tail. He's so fucking good. <laughs> he just loves the numbers and he, it's great. Yeah, that's where I got fitted for my wedges. And the nice thing is, all my shit's a half inch long. Yeah, that didn't sound right. <laughs> all my clubs, yeah. my golfing clubs, are a half inch long, and wedges come that way. Yes. That's what he said. He said they stock all their wedges half an inch long, which all my clubs are. All my clubs are an inch longer, I think. Maybe I, I can't remember. A half, maybe a half. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mid-sized grips, standard grips, or standard tube tapes. Standard, standard okay. grips. Yeah, nice. You, when, once you get a little older, you're going to need some mid-sized grips. Really? Oh, for arthritis sure. or something? For sure. Hmm. The older you get, the fatter you need them. <laughs> uh, I, love I, get, I get mid-sized grip and two wraps. Oh wow! You, yeah, you just—it's just like holding your, you yep, know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anything else you've been up to, dude? It's, I feel like last. Oh, my kitchen! My kitchen yes. is, is completely taken apart. You so got that's your, exciting. You got your appliances. What are you guys doing for food? I got a toaster next to me, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we like last night. I went and got Thai food for two days. Oh, nice, good. And Dick and Alice, I said you're cooking for us once a week. <laughs> so I'm going to play the golf with them tomorrow at the club. Nice. And and I'm like maybe we could go to the club afterwards yes <laughs> so but i think this is only like a short two week uh thing okay oh, so i'm excited i've got i do have an oven stove so okay i can actually warm stuff up but we new, don't have a sink new cabinets are refacing or what new all man, new cabinets custom. uh flooring custom. flooring flooring's already tits we have this nice. great marmoleum we're just <clears throat> we our stove stopped working so we said let's just get some new cabinets let's just get a new kitchen <laughs> Right. Well, and half the doors didn't shut. They they were here since 1956, yeah. 54. So a few things happened. And we uh, our microwave was in the garage. And it's you know once you turn 50, it seems like you shouldn't have to go to the garage to heat up your coffee. I think so. That's uh, what you do when you're 20. Do you do you have to heat up your coffee? Or do you drink it that slow? Well, just anything. If you just want to heat whatever. Okay. Yeah. You know, no, I don't. I drink my cup and then I go start doing movements. <laughs> I should show you a picture from when we did our kitchen remodel. Um, you, do you did remember? you install it? Uh, did I install my kitchen? <laughs> yeah. You I, did a bunch of it, didn't you? I did everything. Uh, I, I didn't make the cabinets or install them. I didn't okay. make the countertops or install them, but everything else I did. I did the wiring. I did the plumbing, which there wasn't much. I took a window out, took a wall out. Um, Taking walls out, that's that's impressive. Uh, dude, I had to brace the divot room. I had to jack up the floor in the kitchen, and I had jacks in the divot room pushing the floor up. Jesus. Yeah, it was a long process. I want to say we were, we were we had our temporary kitchen set up right here in the divot room. It was amazing. Cause I got a sink. Okay, there's I, water down there. there. Yeah. There's a sub panel. I mean, it, I, it, dude, it was a full working kitchen just below our old kitchen. God, it was, it was amazing. I, I'm not jacking up a floor. Well, I kind of had taking to. a wall out. Yeah, it was I'm pretty. Not doing any, I'm, I'm hiring somebody. <laughs> yeah, apparently I don't. I had to put a beam in. <laughs> Fuck. You had some uh, boys from the work come and help hold it up and jack it up. And- yeah, it was it was pretty cool because I had a, at the time I knew a guy that was a um, an engineer, so he came in and told me exactly what I needed to do. He's like, "You got to jack this up, try to get it as level as you can, and then you're going to have to put two beams up in the attic. You're going to sandwich that hip wall, and then you're going to support it all the way down to this to the um, foundation on either side." And then you're going to sister the joists in the basement. So I did that. He gave me all the nail patterns. He gave me all everything. And uh, I don't know. My God. That, it's that better than what it was. Like, I'll I mean, tell you that. 
that would have cost you 50 G instead you did it yourself and it was for materials only. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you to this day, I still, I'm still just like, it's better than what it was. It's not great. The engineer even said, do it yourself. Cause you will never pass inspection Ah, because right. the, the wall that I took down, I was like, Oh, we can take that wall down. It's not load bearing. Well, at some point in time during the assessment of the kitchen, I was like, Oh fuck. That wall is load bearing. It was supporting oh the gosh. roof, but there was nothing supporting the wall down below in the divot room. So oh, there is a big slope in our kitchen. That's why, because over time that wall kept pushing down. So mm, at some point in right, time, right. people modified this. I don't think there was a door into the divot room from my house. I think it was just from the garage. I think right. they fucked everything up at some point in time. And so I kind of had to fix it to the point that I could. So... It was an interesting one. <laughs> God, that's amazing. But yeah. Anyways, I hope your uh, kitchen remodel goes goes uh, just fine. So I'm not doing nothing except for maybe help Nick put up the the the, the uh, microwave vent. I said I'd help him put it up because the guys that delivered it don't do that. <laughs> I saw uh, Scott Krieger at. Uh, Tokati at the Pro-Am. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How's he doing? Seems like he said he's going to be working forever, poor fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Me and him both did not have a birdie that day. Oh, yeah. Golf is hard. Yeah, golf is hard, man. Guess what tonight is? It's Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Thursday Night Lights. Ah, oh, dang it. Really? Is it Thursday? Yeah. Oh, shit. I am so lost without work. <laughs> so I just got a text just now. So it's homecoming for Westland High School football. It's our homecoming, Todd. Is it really on it's, Thursday night? It Should is. it be on Friday night? It should be. But they even have school tomorrow and then the homecoming dance is on Saturday. I don't know why. But I just got a text wow. I just got a text from a friend of mine. It said, Are <clears throat> are you free tonight? Would you be interested in running the play clock for the booth at the Westland High School football game? I know it's short notice. I just got the request a few hours ago. Holy fuck. I don't want to be under that kind of pressure. No, absolutely no. <laughs> not. Plus, you've got to take Meredith somewhere. you got to pick her up. Then you got to take her somewhere. No, you're too busy. Who would ask you this? <laughs> a good friend of mine. Oh, jeez. And plus, you probably got to go help somebody keep their job and negotiate Oh, man. Now, now I'm getting a call from somebody. This is, this is going to get out of control while we're recording. Yeah. Oh man, uh, dude, I uh, I am actually going to the game tonight. I'm going to drop Olivia off, and and uh, actually, I'm going to pick her up. I think Lenore's going to drop her off. So, who are they playing? Are they playing Oregon City Pioneers? Tualatin. Those fuckers. It they're should, good at football. They are good at football. So, should be a are good the, game. The, are the Lions ranked? I think so. They're really good at football too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Name the most famous Westland high school football player to ever come out of Westland. Football? Sure. I don't know. I mean, do you know? Are you thinking of somebody in particular? I'm trying, and I can't think of anybody. I graduated with Chad Normal. He played uh, football for University of Oregon. Um, Who? Chad Normal. Never heard of him. Um. Who else? It seems like there's been some recent ones. Was uh, what's uh, the guy's name? Oh, uh, right. Yeah, the University McNown. of Oregon. Cade McNown. Cade McNown. He was there for a year. He went to the NFL. Yes, he uh, did. He was only there for a year, though. I always forget about him. Yep. Um, yeah, he graduated in 1995. He'd probably be the most famous uh, football player out of Westland High School. Yep. But I'm glad there I was able to it. give a shout out to Chad Normwell. So. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Chad. He's on the coaching staff now. Um, do you know who the most famous baseball player? Um, Williams, Mitch. Yes, I knew it. I was hoping you were going to say Mitch Williams. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was probably there when you were. No. Or he was, maybe just he, before you. I feel like he's a Todd bit older than me. He is. He is. He was probably, yeah. he probably graduated in 84, I would suspect. Yeah, that and then you know Chal Sonnen. 
Oh yeah, heard of him? Oh yeah, UFC guy. I think he was after me. He was. He was uh, after me. He was 1995 with uh, Cade McCann. He's lucky he was after me because if he'd have wrestled (laughs) with me, I'd have pinned his ass. I used to go to wrestling matches when I was in high school because we had a really good wrestling team, and watching Chael Sonnen wrestle was was pretty amazing. Guy was very talented. When I wrestled there, I think there was a hundred guys on the team and like 14 people in my weight class. It was awesome just filling up that gym lights low music high us beating everybody yeah yeah except for maybe the mustangs <laughs> they breed them out breed them differently out there in milwaukee <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> all right dude let's give a shout out to our sponsor sisters meeting smokehouse and sisters oregon it's on spruce check it out it's a big red bar looking building you'll really enjoy their meat sisters meeting smokehouse can't beat our meat all right, dude. You got. You said you have a pile of news. I mean, clearly the biggest news of all is the Euros winning the Ryder Cup. Yeah, that's that's different. Let's let's go through that with when we review the Ryder Cup. Sounds good. What do you got then for news? You I haven't was, shared any of this with me. We're no, we're, we're, we're organic we're, today. We're yeah. we're on a time crunch, but we're still yep. going to give you good quality content. Absolutely. Tiger Woods and Rory have a uh, inaugur- TGL, virtual golf, okay? Uh-huh. You, you familiar with that? The, the league which brainchild Tiger Woods and Rory came up with with yes, uh, 18 PGA Tour players, which is John Rom, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Xander, Max, Ricky, Billy, Matt, Justin, and Adam Scott. They're still looking for six more players. Will one of them be... Camp Putley, since his caddy got in Rory's. <laughs> Anyways, ESPN is going to do it. They're going to show it. Oh, nice. Two hour head to head. So look for that. And I'm trying to see the first match is January 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern. So that's kind of fun. You don't want to have to stream it. You don't have to find Peacock or whatever. Yeah. Lexi Thompson. Oh, amazing golfer. Well, <laughs> she has been, but she hasn't won in a long, long time. And she is going to be playing at the Shriners. Got a sponsor's invite. Is that a men's tournament? A man's tournament? It is a man's tournament. And she's a female? We. Okay. So there's been six or seven times that a female has competed on the PGA Tour. If you can name... Annika Sorenstam. Okay. If you can name three... I'll I'll even say two. If you can say two... Annika Sorenstam. There's one. Uh, Has there been one since that? Uh, yes, I believe. Yes. Oh, really? Absolutely. Yep. Oh, man. No, uh, <laughs> N- Nelly Corda. That's a good guess, but no. Uh, is it going to be like Lorena Ochoa? Nope. That's a good one, though. What's that? What's that guess. lady way back when? Gert Boyle? Yep. Not Gert Boyle. <laughs> what's her name? Yeah, you're, the, uh, you're, she might have competed at the Olympics. Yeah, might have been like I can't Babe, remember. Babe Harris, Babe Rickson, Babe, Babe Didrickson. Yes, her. Yes, she did. Okay. Michelle Wee West, Brittany Lincecum, <sighs> Susie Whale, and Shirley Spork. Yeah, I uh, I probably should have guessed Michelle Wee, but I didn't. But I did watch. I actually watched Annika Sorenstam. I remember when that happened. She was playing with. Aaron Aaron Oberholzer, I believe. And And Fred Funk. And Fred wore a skirt. I don't remember that. He might have played with her on the weekend or something. I don't know, because she didn't make it to the weekend. Maybe She outdrove him or something, and so he had to wear a skirt. I think you're thinking of a different thing. I think you're thinking of like uh, one of those... Um, other tournaments that she would have played in, maybe like one of those kind of three, 
like right. champions. I think I think you remember that, but she actually did when she did play. <clears throat> can't remember who this who the other playing competitor was, but it was Aaron Oberholzer, Annika Sorenstam, and they were giving Annika shit the first day. Like she was super nervous. Not, not the players were, but the announcers were talking shit about her because she was wearing white pants. Like, who wears white pants on a golf? And sure enough, here, here you everybody, go. everybody now. She, she, wow. she, yeah, she was way ahead of her time. But she competed, man. She did well. She was awesome. Yeah, still is. And I think Michelle did like the Sony when she was seventeen or something, seventeen or eighteen, and it was. I think somebody, maybe even Tiger, said that was a disaster. Go and beat everybody before you go, and you know, it seemed like good advice. Yeah, it's yeah, it's fun. Anyway, it's entertaining. It's going to gain some popularity for women's golf for sure. I mean, I, I don't mind it at all. I absolutely i I want to tune in and see what happens. And she's just basically saying that she's there to support the children of you know pediatric issues, and you know, hopefully, her ability to play with men will inspire young women to reach for the stars. Man, hell yeah, hell yeah, boom. Okay, um, <laughs> on Marco just, Simone. Oh yes, Marcos. Marco Simone. That's how we pronounce it. You were right. I, which is lucky. <laughs> the, the stands behind one caught on. Oh gosh, are you okay? Yeah, I didn't catch that on video on recording. So wow, I knew Kathy Joy really would give. Aggressive. I knew Kathy Joy would not appreciate that clearing of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't mind. If I, we I only had it, it on video, you guys could have seen it at least. It was pretty violent. Yeah. Uh, the grandstand behind hole number one caught on fire. <laughs> when today, 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 yeah, at or Marco Simone, yeah, big fire, big black ball. So the firefighters went there and they put it out, but nice, that, it fucked up some shit. <laughs> So I don't know if that was Jordan Spieth, you know, was mad. Or it was probably Joey LaCava. Rory or Joey. <laughs> so anyways, I think everything, No, nobody was injured. Oh, that's funny. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, you can check it out. It's a pretty impressive big black ball. <laughs> um, Alan Shipnuck. You ever heard of that guy? Yeah, he's a little bit of a dipshit. He 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 reports yeah on a lot of shit shit. He was one of the first guys that reported on Mickelson's nonsense a couple years ago. Yep. He's mostly been correct as far as I can tell. Well, he's got a new book out and it's called not sh I'm not sure what it's called. But apparently Shipnuck is reporting in this book that it a, a former Ryder Cup teammate of Rory's said, quote, fuck Rory. I'm so sick of hearing about how he's some kind of hero who is saving golf. He's bought and paid for like everybody else. It's just that his money is coming from the other side. That he is being held up as some kind of savior on Twitter and by all the fanboys with their shitty podcasts, <laughs> how little people really understand what's going on. Hey, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. I mean, we're fanboys with the podcast, but I don't express any accuracy in my statements. They're just opinions. <laughs> well, Justin Thomas to, has kind of taken like offense to this and he tweeted out something that basically say, okay, here it is. He tweeted or X'd. What is it? Do I, or do I say what was formerly he X, posted formerly on X. Known as X, formerly known as Twitter, said, I'd like to speak on behalf of a lot of tour players and say, we're sick of at Alan Shipnock doing what he does. Bring positivity and good stories to help grow the game of golf. Not try and make money bashing guys earning zero trust with a lot of incorrect information. Ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Well, he might have said ridiculous, but I, <laughs> I just ad-libbed. And Brooks, he also, he piped in too. So 
guess what? Alan said, I, he then responded on X, formerly known as Twitter. What G, JT wants is PR or hagiography. You know what that is? No. I don't either. Not journalism. I've written many feel-good stories about golfers in the game, but scrutiny and criticism is sometimes warranted. Live versus tour has been incredibly divisive, and I captured that. It's not my role to whitewash things. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that JT saying that we should just do good stories is fucking stupid. <laughs> I think you should report accurately. Yeah. And if somebody said that about Rory, yeah, then it, it's got to get reported. And JT, stop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bring positivity to the game. I, <clears throat> these guys have kind of been put through the ringer. I mean, I, I will give JT a little bit of empathy. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, the, it, at some point you kind of just kind of move on from all this and just let people do what they do. And, you know, I mean, there has been a, a fair amount of misreporting. Oh, lately, for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that JT sitting in his fucking mansion with trillions of dollars whining about Alan Shipnuck and that we should be doing make a nice story. Yeah. You know, I don't agree. No. If it's false, if 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 Alan Shipnuck is reporting something false, he should absolutely be just you know, taken to town at. The only thing but I don't re- oh, go ahead. The only sorry. thing I don't like about Alan Shipnuck's story that you just uh, told us about was the fact that he didn't say which former Ryder Cup player. Well, of course, that player is like, don't identify him because I play with Rory in the Ryder Cup. <laughs> and, you know, this this sounds a lot like something that Sergio oh, yeah. or who else could be disgruntled by, you know, Rory and his things. And it's somebody I feel like from live. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm surmising, but well, I mean, it could be any of those guys from live, but that'd be almost too obvious. And why would they hide it though? That's the other thing too, is those guys feel, I feel like it probably isn't one of those guys because I don't think they'd say, don't say who it is. I mean, Ian Poulter, absolutely. Henrik Stenson, absolutely. You know, uh, Lee Westwood, Graham McDowell, all those guys you could see saying it, but Maybe they didn't want it because they're maybe still friends with them. I don't know. So the sentence of Twitter and by all the fanboys with their shitty podcasts, <laughs> that sounds, you know, that you got to go to that person that doesn't like podcasts. Who doesn't go on podcasts? Sergio. Sergio. It totally sounds like Sergio and something you would say, but I would expect Sergio to take some ownership and be like, do you want me to tell you, tell them who it was? He'd be like, fuck yeah, you can tell me who it is. He's a bitch. But he also probably wants to be back on the Ryder Cup team someday. Well, you got to first pay your fines. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, my final piece of sort of news is there's Alfred Dunhill links. You heard of that? No. It's a double penetration tour event it's a pro-am they play at the old course carnoustie and king's barns okay i played two of the three i haven't played uh carnoustie it's always this time and you'll see uh i'm trying to you'll see a lot of uh european famous actors trying to think of the most famous american person probably an athlete but one of the pairings this year was oh it, under a pseudonym 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 please tell me i have it right here the guy came under the name of um waterman mm. playing in the with playing with peter uline okay it turns out it was Yasser. Arafat? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! G'day, <No>. mate. <laughs> it wasn't Yasser Arafat. Yasser al Rumyanyam. Oh, gotcha. 
Okay, so <laughs> why I don't have this pulled off just makes me so sad. Uh, but basically, he's playing with uh, Peter Uline and the, I believe, the CEO of the Double Penetration. Okay. So they're all in the same group. I think they're going to be talking about um, the future because come December, supposedly live and the double penetration and the PGA tour have to come up with an agreement. Uh-huh. Rumor has it that the PGA tour is looking for an alternative, mm. like an alternative funding, you know? So we'll see what that looks like. Oh, here we go. Not a sure thing. The PGA tour. Cause, uh, you know, the PGA players that are running the circus, right? The 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 insane people are running running the asylum right now. Yeah, and they have to they have to sign off on it, and it, it doesn't look like this is a done deal for Live Golf, and this is why I think Yasser, which has played before, anyway. So if you want to see, it's golf tomorrow today. Today, so. It's always fun to wake up in the morning and see golf. <laughs> or see it before you go to bed. <laughs> that's Any- all I have for news, sir. That's all you got? All right. Well, let's give a shout out to our other sponsor, Valley Carpet Cleaning, Carpet Upholstery in the Tri-County Portland Metro area. Occasionally in Washington Salem, you can reach them at 503-277-9169. Also find them at www.valleycarpetcleaningllc.com. Do you think Tim would come clean my couch? (laughs) Yes. You know, (laughs) what did you say last week? I was listening to our last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Clean your shit? (laughs) You said something about uh, putting your sister's meat while Timmy cleans your carpets. Excuse me. Put sister's meat in your mouth (laughs) while Tim cleans your carpet. (laughs) don't know i hope i didn't say that That's oh you disgusting. did you did maybe that was a while ago uh got me laughing oh uh, it might have been a while ago <laughs> thank god oh man let's uh let's talk some Ryder cup so i did watch some golf uh, i watched a fair amount of it i think i obviously didn't pull an all-nighter um, so no, you kinda... got off work that morning and I texted you about something. You're like, don't tell me anything. I'm going home to watch golf. Yeah. And you know and what I happened? Like, oh, I didn't have the heart to tell you. They just fucking waxed the Americans yeah. for zip. I'm glad that uh, the recording didn't happen. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? Yeah, it didn't happen. Yep. No, I had just come home from uh, the Grand Canyon and I was severely sore. Uh, had a sore throat, took a COVID test even, um, and uh, ended up having to call in sick on Saturday, unfortunately. But uh, I uh, I did watch some at night. I watched some in the morning. I was surprised at how much golf I was able to watch in the morning that it was still on. Yeah, I like that. But that that first morning, I was kind of like, oh, well, at least it wasn't a great day to watch golf if it didn't record. So, um. I was kind of uh, impressed with the golf course, to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know if it was the best kind of Ryder Cup golf course, but it definitely had some uh, great holes and action coming down the stretch. Sometimes uh, you just don't make it to that stretch, right? But eighteen definitely brought some excitement. Sixteen, yeah, excitement. Yes, the drivable par four. Seventeen. 180 yards, they were hitting nine irons and eight irons, but it was such a, just a pimple of a green, just a lot of excitement. Do you blame Zach Johnson? Do I? Is that the question? Yes. For the USA's loss. I, no, I say he contributed to it. But he's not hitting the golf shots or not, you know, so I don't completely blaming him. But I feel like there should have been, you guys, by the way, don't get to take five weeks off. And I'm no duck homer, but they just uh, beat somebody last week, Stanford, Mm -hmm. pretty handily. 
and they had a bye week and they were talking to the coach Lanning and he said, this is not a day off. This is not a week off. This yeah. is uh, we're we're going to work. And when you signed up to play the Ryder Cup and I know this is your vacation time and you got to go change some diapers and and da, 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 da. Well, guess what? You got to play. You either playing in the Fortnet or the BMW. And I would have said you're playing you're playing one of them. I would go play the BMW because then you can kind of get acclimated to the time change yeah you know? i don't disagree yep so that was his fault there yeah he got a lot of heat after that kind of weird exchange between him and jordan spieth on uh 16 and jordan spieth ended up hitting a three wood and he pumped yeah. it into the water oh it was not even close to enough club well but here's my take on that and as people are watching they're like well i can't believe you you know I think Jordan Spieth just hit a really shitty shot. I don't think Jordan Spieth was even trying to go for the green. I think Zach Johnson was like, dude, just put it over there to the left, right in front of the green, because a lot of people can't really get it up and down from behind the green. I think uh, Jordan Spieth just hit a really shitty shot. Like he did multiple yeah, times. Like, hey, Jordan, over don't over. try to hit driver, because if you go over the green here, you're kind of fucked. So if I was you... Here's my advice as your captain. Take a three-wood, hit it just short in front of the green on the left side over there. And then Zach Jordan Johnson. goes ahead and shanks one into the water, and then Zach Johnson gets the blame for it. Well, they asked him. They said, what would you say to him? And he said, I didn't try and talk him into a club. I just told him. I gave him information. Yeah. So Don't hit it long. With, hit it short left. <laughs> God dang it. I You know, it he played him too many times after the guy, you know, got fucking waxed on Friday afternoon. He brought him out Saturday morning. Dumb. So, so yes. I don't Luke know if they Donald, had many players that could have come out that weren't waxed on Friday. Right. <laughs> well, he, he especially did. Yeah. Jordan was terrible. Um, Luke Donald just played an absolute perfection uh, Captain C. Captain C. Captain C. Captain yeah. C. Captain C. Arg. <laughs> he, you know, and he had a late start because that dork Henrik Stenson was a captain until he wasn't. Right. So Luke Donald, hats off to that guy for doing a great job. Yeah, he's got the history. He had, um, you know, they talk about the team room. Um, apparently he had a theme of Seve. Sevi Ballesteros oh, had yeah. the big banner unroll on the first tee of Sevi Ballesteros. An old you, shirt. <clears throat> you can An just old tell. sweaty shirt. Yeah, you can just tell those guys every year, they all seem so much more uh, team-oriented. Uh, the United States, there's always, it just, and it's easy to say when you get up a lot early, right? It's easy to say that, but... It seems like the Euros, they, they lose as a team and they win as a team, man. It just it just seems like there's got to be some recipe there to bring some of these USA teams together. Now, when they go out and they kick kick the shit out of the international players at the President's Cup, yeah, they're they're a team because they're kicking the shit out of people, right? Right. But man, they're just there there seems to be that element that seems like European players just just are a team better. I don't know. One of the things that helps is you're always the uh, quote-unquote underdog. And it's yeah. bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. And they take it. Who wants to be the favorite? I don't. I no. want to go in being the dog because then when you lose, yeah, who people cares? Expected you were it. supposed to lose. Yeah. So it's great. You've, you've made, God, we're on paper. God, we're overmatched. Are you? Right. Are you really overmatched? I'm not sure. Because uh, they take that. They do that so well. Yes, I think they travel well. They hang out together. I mean, we saw pictures of Terrell Hatton and Johnny Rom arm in arm on the first tee. And then Xander and and um, right. uh, and Camp Putley doing clo cloverleaf hands in front of their, you know, they're, they're not hugging. It's just... Yes, it seems like it. Although everybody from America said, "Hey, we this is the tightest team ever." Yeah, yeah, 
the tightest team, except Patrick can't putt lay and Xander sitting in the corner of the team room and Patrick's protesting without a hat. All right. Fake we, news. We, fake th- that news. is fake news. But there was some talk because Netflix, uh-huh. I read this, said they're, they're in. They they want to be in. And 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 Xander Shoffley Sof- said, no, I'm not. I'm. This ain't going to happen. And they're saying, listen, if you ain't going to sign off on this, you ain't on the team. Did you hear this? Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. And his dad, his dad revealed all this. So. And I get this. So Netflix wanted in the team room, and they said, yep. "If if you Xander and I think probably Cantlay said, listen, they're not in. I I'm not going to just let them make a pile of money following us around, and I get nothing. Right. And I think that's where part of the story of playing to pay came about. So there was talk like they weren't going to have it, and that uh, Xander was going to be off the team." which is just crazy that suddenly you're not on the team because of the broadcasting and what the hell's going on. I don't think either one of them went out to Italy for the little uh, practice round that they did the uh, week or two prior either. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't so know. So anyways, I, 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 you know, I kind of get it. If you're going to follow me around and get the inside bits of this, I want something. For sure. Otherwise, if it's fuck off. Yeah. If it's, uh, yeah. I mean, if that's what they were talking about, about how they weren't getting paid, if it was misconstrued as they weren't getting paid and because this whole Netflix documentary stuff, yep, I could see that argument being made. Absolutely. Cause those guys are going to be at the Ryder cup. Those guys want to compete. Um, and so why wasn't, why wasn't this a deal with the Europeans? Why were so? Why wasn't Netflix in with the Europeans? I mean, it's just it's interesting how the whole thing gets made out. And I'll tell you, there was just so much uh, misinformation about what was going on. Of course, Hatgate, yeah, and that uh, that reporting that Cantley and Xander are sitting separate from the the rest of the team. It, it creates this, which fires up. The home team, yeah, and the home team fans. Let's come up with a funny song that we can ridicule and try and get in somebody's kitchen, which didn't work. Yeah, and as we know, we should touch on Hatgate. Yeah, you know that it, it was reported before that. You know, on Saturday, that Patrick wasn't wearing it because his hat because he wasn't getting paid, and that was his silent protest. Yeah. They even reported it to the fact that he did the same thing at Whistling Straits. Yep. And it's just all not true. Right. Um, Good for Patrick Cantlay, who uh, unbelievably putted like a a maniac, made (laughs) everything coming in. Patrick can putlay. He definitely can on Saturday afternoon when the sun's coming down against Fitzpatrick and Rory. And, you know, um, all day long singing songs about, I I didn't, did you hear the songs that they were singing to Pat? I I saw something. uh, I can't remember what it was, but I saw something. It was kind of funny. Yeah, they, it was kind of funny. They sang it in unison. Anyways, it didn't get under Cantlay's skin, but guess whose skin it did get under? His caddy, Joey Lacava. Joey Lacava, and he's like, "Fuck this! We've been fucking taking a heat all day. My player's been taking it. Yeah, and when his player makes a forty-three foot putt for birdie to suddenly steal a point—not a half a point, but a point—what's your take?" Well, uh, and maybe maybe I should set it up for everybody that didn't see it after uh, Patrick Camp Putley had made his third long birdie putt. His caddy, Joe LaCava, took his hat off and swung it in the air at the fans. And like all like, yeah, like all the other American players that were doing the same thing off the green and like all the fans had been doing all day. So he let him have it. 
and he let him have it. And then Rory said move, and he didn't. And then it turned into this international thing. What's your take? Um, well, first off, I am probably the president of the Joey LaCava fan club and have been for a long time. Um, yeah. There's not many members of us because there's not many members that just follow and watch caddies. Right. Uh, the guy's been around for decades. The guy started caddying way before Rory was even born. Um, <clears throat> now I also appreciate the fact that caddies have a place around the green. And so do professionals. And when you get in their way, you might get in a little trouble. Right. However, Joey LaCava has get, gotten the and respect over the years. He's been on the bag of Fred Couples. He's been on the bag of Tiger Woods. He's on the bag of Cantlay. Yeah, Dustin Johnson. Knows what he's yeah, he knows, knows what he's doing. Knows exactly what he's doing. And what I saw that day was him getting back at the fans. And Rory was walking up to line his putt up. And Joey was standing and Rory could have walked around him. Rory might have said something. Joey was not in his way of, he wasn't standing in his line. <clears throat> um, you can argue that maybe he was standing just in the area that he shouldn't have been. He, maybe he was out there too long. But man, it's the Ryder Cup. This is what it's made of. This is the kind of shit that you want to happen. I don't want people to be prim and proper golf people. This is the Ryder Cup. People are throwing beer cans on the first tee box, what, two years ago? And Justin Thomas and um, what's his Furberger. Furberger pounding beers on the first tee. This is a party. This is the United States and the in Europe players. And this is, this is the greatest tradition the game of golf has. And for you to get pissy and then take it to the parking lot? Are you kidding me? I mean, Joey LaCava has more respect for me than anybody on that <clears throat> on that green, maybe other than Freddie Couples. But I have absolutely I – I would defend that guy. I actually I, – I am more irritated at Patrick Cantlay that he didn't defend his caddy more than he did. Uh, he just said one statement, like they asked him about Joey LaCava's actions, and he just said he's the greatest. There should have been a lot more defending of Joey's actions because what Joey did is he cheered for his player and he basically told all of Europe to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I like I like your take. <laughs> I've talked to a lot of people. I've talked to uh, some PGA professional players. I've talking spoken to Baby Kens. They didn't like it. They thought it was like the 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 one player said, you know, you. you Caddy can't get in that, cannot be all of a sudden in the game. My wife didn't like it because she thought it was it was wrong. I, th end of the day, I think he probably lingered a little too long. But guess what? This is not a PGA Tour event. This is something different. This is where people have called Colin Montgomery Miss Doubtfire. You had... Uh, Justin or uh, yeah, Justin Leonard, who made the, the, the hundred foot putt and then everybody trampled uh, <laughs> a lot of balls fucking line. OK, yeah. you've you've had people do and say horrible things. People cheer for you to miss. Yep. He lingered too long. And I, this is what I don't like. Luke Donald said that Rory asked Joe LaCava politely to move out of the way. Fred Couples, he's setting this record straight because Joey, he's not allowed to go speak on the mic because he's just a, you know, piece of shit caddy and they're not, they're not really employees. They're just, you know, there to carry the bag. He said that Rory came up to him and said, move like a little bitch. And Joey's like, hey, I'm celebrating here. And he got pissy. Okay. And, and, uh, here's what I'm going to read it exactly, uh, what Rory said. And he said, 
Um, um, all right, I'm going to try and get this right. And he said, it's the last match of the day. We're getting absolutely hammered. Now we have a chance to get a half. Did someone do a Justin Leonard, Leonard, Justin Leonard and run across the green? Couples asked. I asked Joe LaCava what he said, what was said. He said Rory looked at him and said, move. And he made the ooh last a little longer, as couples said. Joe replied, hey, relax, Rory. Then people think he shushed Rory when he did the hand gesture. Little Harry Diamond, who we all love too, caddies for Rory. Then he chimed in. Joe said, I don't have time for you. <laughs> this is Joe the little Harry Diamond. Then Joe turned to get out of the way. Okay. Shane Lowry and Thomas Bjorn were screaming some things at him, which is fine. I don't have any problem. They're protecting the number one player on their team. No one did anything wrong. He didn't bump into him. He didn't stand over him. It wouldn't be a 15-yard penalty in college football for taunting. He said he was six feet from him. Anyways, fucking Shane Lowry was probably like, hey, Rory, what the fuck? And then Rory's like, um, this is fucking crisis. I'm going to lose my mind. So what's worse, what Joe LaCava did on the green or Rory just absolutely having a shit fit? Yeah. Yep. Hey, you can't be wrong on this one. I mean, it was what the Ryder Cup is, and it was it, it is. great. It was it, great. Absolutely. If it had been any other caddy, I think there could have been, you know, it might have been a bigger deal. If it had been, let's say, um, Keegan Bradley's caddy. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, no, everybody would agree that's fucking bullshit. Like, a it's couple Joey. things, though. Yeah, a, a couple yeah. things. And I, I'm going to interrupt you only because I want to go back to the fact that Joe LaCava is the greatest. And he has been around for decades. He has been around probably since before all the players on the European team were born, except for maybe Justin Rose. He's a New Yorker. I will say that he has gained the respect and he has gained the position to be able to do what he did. What other people, what other caddies would do it, they haven't gained the respect. I would almost argue that there's a lot of players that shouldn't be able to get away with that, right? Yeah. I think it's just about who the who you are. And I, he's I, earned the, he's earned the right to spend a little extra time. I, er, and I he earned a lot more respect from me that day. I thought it was fucking great. <laughs> you know, I, I I I it's I probably can agree, or not disagree that people disagree with our opinion yeah yeah i okay i totally get it but you there there's two sides to this and this was different and okay let's say he is wrong it ain't world war three going out sunday and so you know joey lacava felt bad he texted some people that he knows over there because he has everybody's number and says listen i have so much respect for you guys I'd love to talk to Rory. Apparently, him and Rory text. They did not meet. Right. I'm sure it got patched up. But then after Rory wins his match and he's standing there and somebody asks, hey, I heard that, you know, more misinformation that got reported. You and uh, Joe LaCava met. He's like, no, we didn't meet. Yeah. We didn't. Oh, meet. okay. He's he's still he's still hanging on to. It. He could have said, "No, we didn't meet, but we texted. It's all good." Yeah. No, he had to be kind of little bitchy about it when he could have just let everybody off the hook. So I say, "Fuck it." I'm with Joey Lacava. I want <laughs> nice. that guy on my bag in a team event any day of the week. Absolutely. He's going to have your back, and I'll tell you. I don't think Patrick Cantlay needed to say anything other than what he said was, hey, I love the dude. That's <laughs> true. That's, yeah. that's all you got to say is I love the dude. <laughs> well, don't you think what he did was wrong? I love the dude. That's awesome. So, that's awesome. Anyways, I that's all I have on Hatgate. Uh, you got you want to touch any more on Hatgate? No, I don't want to touch any more on Hatgate. We can, we can move on. All right, then let's just talk about how Sunday went down with the singles. Okay. Just quickly. Yeah. Americans were down. They needed to get eight points or seven points. 
and Scheffler, who gets a big fat F for me for the week, <laughs> goes out there, has is one up with one to go and can't get up and down for birdie. Massive disappointment. Yep. There you go. There yep. Rom squeezes out a half and there you have it. It was disappointing. It, they made it kind of exciting at one point, but it was like, nah, it's just too little too late. It was, they had to have at least gone out there and captured some of those points early um, to at yeah. least make it somewhat exciting. But Somebody yeah. that was shortened to, that did get it done, Max Homa. Did you see it? Oh, I did see that. Yep. Max Homa was amazing this week. And Fucking he will, in he the will be back. Hey. Yeah. Impossible shot and his his caddy grinder. Here's another great caddy. Said Max, we're fucking taking unplayable. You're hitting it ten feet and making the putt. And what happens? He makes the putt. Max Homa said he couldn't feel his legs on that putt, yeah. but he knew that his caddy believed in him. It, it was one of those. It gives me goosebumps. Yeah. To just think. And there's a guy that's going to win a major next year, Max Homa. So, that, you know, that's all I have on the singles is, you know, those two. I, I mean, I heard Morikawa played. I have no idea what he did. Right. Jordan, who knows? But those were two big moments for the Americans for the singles. Love it. Love it. Do you make any bets? Yes. I put $5 on Victor Hovland to win the most points for the Europeans. Nice. And? He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Rory. (laughs) Rory set a record with four points. Oh, man. But he was second. So, anyways, it felt like a decent value bet. I didn't bet anything on the Ryder Cup. Do you want to move on to Sanderson's? Oh my gosh, for sure. I oh mean, my gosh, Chris, it's four thirty-four. I know. We we're, have six minutes. We're okay. We're gonna we're gonna be able to get through this, I think, because the Sanderson right. Farms Championship is is one of these fall series events. It's played at the Country Club of Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi, par seventy-two, yardage seven thousand four hundred sixty-one yards. Mackenzie Hughes is the defending champion. Canuck. I was going to maybe make some picks. Uh, I was really looking to maybe bet on Eric Cole, but he, uh, you know, I was having some technical difficulties with DraftKings and I wasn't able to make any picks. And so I might go Dang back it. on to see what kind of picks I get tonight, but I'm glad because I don't see Eric Cole anywhere on the leaderboard. As a matter of fact, I think Chesson Hadley is leading after round one. It was yep, just up you're, on the- You're exactly right. Uh, at minus eight. Um, let me see if your any of your power picks are up there. Yeah, I've got Eric Cole, Emiliano Grillo, Ludwig Eber, Bo Hosler, and Nick Hardy. Probably aren't. I didn't see any of them. Yeah, I wonder where that little bitch uh, <laughs> Jimmy Walker is. <laughs> I hate the new system. Let's see how he played today. I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, God. He's way down. Oh, God. Poor guy. There you have it. Yeah. Okay. Too bad. So sad. <laughs> um, I'm going to watch. I think it's tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday. I'm playing a bunch of golf because it's uh, warm. Yeah. But I'm going to watch the replay here in a second once you go and um, take yeah. uh, Meredith somewhere. Nice. Oh, there's uh, Chad Ramey right there. He's. Oh, it's still going. Oh, no. This is the replay. Nice. Perfect. Sweet. What do you got for Ding Dongs and Trunk Slammers? I've got Ricky Fowler for conceding that Ryder Cup putt uh, to basically just give the Euros the Ryder Cup on 16. Dude, Rick. Rick, what'd you do? <laughs> I, I don't know what was going on there with like, okay, it's short. It's two feet. I think uh, two feet, two inches or something. Dude, we've seen videos of people three-putting from that far. I mean, it would have taken with, something like that, but it, who knows? With the cheese binding, make the putt, and then you could beat me. I yeah. thought, I don't know if he's like, I'm going to be a good guy. I'm here. It's to I, win my, the Ryder Cup. My antibiotics, I forgot to take mine this morning. I got to go take it. <laughs> it's not like you're giving up a point early on in the day. It's for the fucking Ryder Cup, and you well, and, concede it. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Re, Ricky was like, fuck. 
He just rinsed. That was 16. Yeah. So if 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 he misses it, then you got to go play more golf. And he's like, my, I, I'm so I'm sick and tired of playing golf. I <laughs> I want to go home. So some people were, you know, defending it, just saying, listen, it was it was a done deal. Yeah. I would have let him. I would have made him putt it. I like your ding dong. You know, I I one of my ding dongs. I feel like is Rory. Okay. Yeah. And you know, just just not letting it go. You got the cup. You're fucking rich as fuck. You know, it wasn't the worst thing. You could have let the guy off the hook. Yeah. He still hasn't to this day. He's still acting like time is going to take time. Oh my god, it's going to take time. Jeez, <laughs> so, bro, it's fine. And it's I get it. He he just watched Cantlay drop bombs on him three holes in a row, and it's frustrating. Yeah, I get it. And somebody's kind of letting you have it with the hat a little too long. I get it. But I'm going to go with your Ricky Fowler. All right. I'm being told to hurry it up. So what do you got for trunk right. slammers? I got I Zach like Johnson. Boom. I mean, he or, did, maybe or, he didn't even bring his clubs, but he's slamming a trunk somewhere. Every American on the team slammed yeah. the trunk. You got anything else, dude? No. All right. I'm going to close this out right this time. I'm not going to splice it in. Everyone be good humans. Everyone have a great week except for Patrick Reed.